When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. He's had some memorable wins throughout his entire career as Andy Murray, but I'm not sure there will be a more memorable early round win than this one. After everything that Murray has been through the last five or six years. I remember on the back of coming back from match point down in the first round against Matteo Berrettini. After five hours and 44 minutes, Andy Murray at match point. Believe it or not, that was 4.05am, two hours ago. Hard to believe. Uh, down at Melbourne Park, Andy Murray beating Thanasi Kokonakis in what they're saying is one of the greatest Grand Slam matches of all time. If only more of us could have got to see it because it finished, as I said, only a couple of hours ago. Uh, the second longest and latest finish to a Grand Slam match in tennis history. Good morning, everybody, and welcome once again to Summer Breakfast on this Friday the 20th of January, the McCafe menu today, our official coffee partner, Xavier Ratan Mays will join us from Melbourne United. The import uh, for, out of the Illawarra Hawks will join us. BP, SEN tennis experts, so much for Brett Phillips to get through when he joins us a little bit later. Our last fan standing is back, thanks to Maccas, of course, and questions without notice. As I look today down the screen at my old mate Scoob, Simon O'Donnell. G'day, Simon. Yeah, Sammy, uh, good to see you. Uh, mate, I saw the finish of that uh, Kokonakis match. I saw the start of it. I saw a bit in the middle. I dozed in between. Did you? Uh, no, no. I, I, I sort of couldn't leave it in the end once it started and he got off to a blinder. And then he's got some sort of fight in him, that Andy Murray. He's an oh. absolute... He looked like death warmed up a couple of times, but he just keeps coming and... Uh, it was fantastic to to witness it. Um, I thought Kokonakis was just you know brilliant in the way he, he held himself and and handled the pressure of it all. Um, oh, it'll be interesting, and I, I look forward to talking to BP a bit later. I reckon it either makes or breaks him, Kokonakis. After that, it yep. either makes him or breaks him. It was he played brilliantly by all reports, you know, tacked with some some real flair and some skill. He had the match on his string. So he was for those who have no idea what happened here, he was serving for a straight sets win. He came within two points of doing it on that occasion. 
He again uh, went close in the fifth set. Two points of victory uh, again in the fifth set. It still wasn't enough. Heartbreaking for him. He did tweet later on, that's effing sport. Um, <laughs> he didn't speak to media or anyone after the match. Um, it was actually the longest for all the g- matches that Andy Murray has played at the age of 35 with his medal hip and all the rest of it. The longest tennis match Andy Murray has ever played. At one point, he roared out loud, why are we playing at 3 a.m.? And and this is part of a wider tennis debate, you know. And he did lament the fact that it had taken on farcical proportions, really, at uh, at Melbourne Park. And I think it's the ramifications, not of so much the, the match going for that five-hour period, but for the – how do you get up for the next one? Like, you I don't know how to bed, for like, this one. He's, he's only two hours off the court now. If they wouldn't be in bed yet. They'd be still up and about and, and absolutely pumped. So how do you sleep today and then warm down and do all the things to get ready for your next match? So I think that the ramifications of a long match starting late, you know, after 10 o'clock, there, there probably needs to be a cutoff point at some stage, doesn't it? It's 10.20 they started on Margaret Court Arena. 10.20 it was. So he he, it, he said Andy Murray afterwards, it's it's just rubbish for everyone. I mm. mean, ridiculous that it finishes at that time. I mean, he said it, it's it's not good for the players. It's not good for the fans. He did thank the fans because it looked as though they hung around. Amazing people stayed until the end. Scoob. And he said, if my child was a ball kid for that tournament, they're coming home at five in the morning. As a parent, I'm snapping at that. It's not beneficial for them or the umpires or any of the officials. It, um, maybe maybe we have only one match in the night session. We go away from the two. Yeah, or if it know. doesn't, you know, there's a cutoff at you know 1.30, whatever it might be, wherever the match stands, and that becomes part of part of the the ruling or, or part of the, the rules for the night session. But look, it was fantastic. The other one that really caught my eye, Sammy, and I think he's going to be in two years' time the best Aussie tennis player we've got, and it's not Alex Demonor. I know who you're going to say. Oh, Lexi How amazing Popper. was it? How he amazing was, was fantastic. it? How beautiful was it afterwards? Wow. How wow. was the emotion? I mean, you don't often see innocence, or if I can call it innocence mm. in sports like that. I don't know. He's, he's been ranked in the 50s before, and he, he fell through the floor last year. I think he, he plateaued out at 130 in the world or whatever, had a horrible run, um, horrible losing sequence, injuries and the like. But the, you don't often see almost an innocence in sport like that afterwards. It, it meant so much to him, that win. He was over, he was, he was going to cry, mm. and he was on occasion. Uh, yep. The tears are welling up. The emotion was beautiful. You could just see how much it meant to him. It was, it was special. Jeez, he played well. And into the warm down, they, they took you know, the camera into the gym, and he was on the exercise bike getting all the lactic acid out of the muscles, all the things that they have to do these days. He was on the phone responding to messages and whatever yeah. from, from mates. And there was times that he just put his head down with a big smile to sort of think, wow, how good's this feel? So, you know, we talk about make or break with uh, Tanasi Kokonakis and, and what he's just experienced with Andy Murray. And, you know, that's Andy Murray at 36. Imagine Andy Murray at 26 to 30 when he was fully fit. You know, that's how yeah, great yeah, a player yeah. he has been. I, I think you, you can't underestimate that. But if we can keep young Popper on, on the court and uh, in a good frame of mind, you know, the, the talent he has... Now, that guy can play. You know, he's yep. I think he's he's eight in the world. And you Taylor know, he Fritz, took yeah. Everything yeah. up to Taylor Fritz. It was absolutely fantastic. Great level. Andy Murray, by the way, is the comeback king. I know I should have mentioned this earlier, but he owns the most comebacks from two sets down in slam history. I think they were saying last night it might have been his eleventh, the eleventh time that he's done it. So the man might be on the on the canvas, mm. but he's not knocked out until he's knocked out. And the way and he constructed he... that last game yeah. to to yeah. take it out. Once he broke 
Cockney, the way he constructed those ones, he knew exactly where the ball was going to come back to and where he was going to hit it. It was just brilliant experience tennis. And so, Thanasi Kokonakis, you're talking about the schedule of when they play and how often they play at Grand Slam uh, at Grand Slams around the world. So, Thanasi played tennis every day for the for the last four days. He started on Tuesday. He finished his round one match on Wednesday. He started his second round match last night. He finished this morning. So, technically, <laughs> he's played for four days straight. But it, it, it is part of a wider debate, which we might have with BP a little bit later on. I know Sandy Roddick also tweeted how ridiculous it was um, watching from the states that matches should start that late and finish that late in the modern era because it was thought that the Hewitt and Baghdadis match from, from yesteryear finished at 4.34 or whatever, that, that was never going to happen again. Mm. And here we are talking about it a few years on. Um, so I'm here in, uh, in Adelaide. You're there in Melbourne. Yeah. I'm at uh, Studio Lumo in SA. I've got to say, it takes a bit of getting used to here, this magnificent studio, because it faces out on the King William Street. For mm. those that know Adelaide, it's uh, right in the middle of the CBD. Big glass window here. Anyone walking by can just look straight on in here. And I think it was a reasonably big night last night in the City of Churches Scoop. I've only just put the blinds up because earlier on I was sitting there waiting to join you and, uh, yeah, some lively tops outside the window there. So you might see some uh, you might see some interesting passers by over the course of the next few hours. I'm watching the buses go by. There are a couple of garbage trucks picking up the early garbage in uh, the CBD of of Adelaide, but, uh, yeah. they can, they can party over there, so they would have been oh. up watching the tennis. They'll, there'll be a few in the streets. The uh, That extra uh, half hour that you get over there too, I mean, uh, I was paranoid I was going to miss it. because it's 5.30 local time here when we go to air. It reminded me of daylight savings. Do you ever get caught out as a kid? Daylight savings. I can remember rocking up an hour late to work. I can remember rocking up an hour early to work. What are you doing here? What do you mean? I'm about to clock on. What, what, what are you talking about? You don't start for another hour. Oh, bugger it. Now, tell us why you're in Adelaide. Now, here for the Tour Down Under, uh, the big cycling event over here, uh, World Tour Bike Race, which is uh, which is good. So here for the next few days. Flight smooth, I've got to say, you're always relieved, Scoob, when you land, if you're travelling with uh, what they call oversized baggage, and you open it up, in my case, a bike, and it's all there in one piece, because you do hear some horror stories. And in fact, when I boarded my Virgin flight yesterday, uh, and any cyclist listening will know the feeling of this, you're really paranoid about how it gets packed. They're pretty delicate pieces of mm. equipment. And those baggage handlers, at the best of times, perhaps aren't so delicate. <laughs> and as I'm walking uh, across the tarmac, I happen to glance over and I see the luggage, the luggage um, sort of trolleys, yep. if you like, that have been wheeled out next to the plane to be loaded on. And there I see my bike bag with about six Samsonite suitcases stacked on top of it. <laughs> I'm thinking you couldn't do that the other way around. How many kilos are on top of my frame? But anyway, I actually thought of you last night. I went Why? to a place called East End Cellars which is essentially a wine cellar that's been converted into a, a very nice uh, steak eatery. Underground? Uh, no, no, not underground. Not that sort of cellar. No, uh, not the, in name only. Um, but I had a, a beautiful hanger steak. I don't think I've ever had a hanger steak. Oh, okay. Before. What's that? What, what's a hanger steak? It's Can different. you give us a, yeah, it's like a, a tenderloin? Or? No, I, I, I must admit I'm, I haven't been a, a hanger steak aficionado. Uh, I'm more on the mainstream, but the hangers are a genuine steak. I remember Hutchie picked a hanger steak out on me when we did a um, uh, we did a draft. We did a, a, a steak draft on Saturday morning one day, and uh, he he threw a hanger steak at me, and I sort of looked at him and think, "Is he having a lend to me here, or is there such a thing as a hanger steak?" But there is. No, not yeah, not not over. It's two hundred grams. But just really lean, um, I think it's a tenderloin or something, but a nice Bernays sauce on the side. Mm. Got some frites with it, uh, a couple of plates of greens. I'll tell you what, a nice, I thought of you with this too, a couple of glasses of Nebbiolo. Ooh, and on the lighter red. Absolutely magnificent it was. Good. 
So you've yeah. taken your bike. What are you? Yep. So where are you riding? What are you doing? We're going to follow the course today, but we're going to go about an hour and a half. By the time I leave you here, I'm going to get straight on the bike and start riding because we're going to try and stay ahead of the uh, the pro peloton. So we're going to have to get our skates on. I hope they're not breathing down our neck. So uh, a lot of people do this today. We're able to ride the course out in the Adelaide Hills uh, ahead of the race, stop somewhere near the end and uh, and watch it, and then see where the day takes us after that. And, and then do it again tomorrow and we'll Sunday? Do it again tomorrow and then Sunday. Not everyone's idea of fun, I'll admit, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Going to be and great. you're ahead of the race, not behind it. No, we'll go ahead of the race. Yeah, we'll go ahead can of the race. Can you do that at, at the Tour de France? You can, but the cutoff is uh, is far more lenient here. At the Tour de France, the gendarmes come through and they are cleaning that road off to hell or high water. If you're on it, you're off it. So they might give you a couple of hours leading over there here. It'd be rolling road closures here. Yeah. So um, I'm sure you could probably get to within 10 minutes of the race and they'd probably come, police would come and tell you to get off. But over there in France, they tend to lock it down absolutely a little bit more ahead of time. Hey, the Michael Clark saga that we spent so long on yesterday, how's the developments on this, though, overnight? Well, mate, and I... they affect you. What? They affect you. What do you mean they affect Mate, I've been chasing his MRI result on the hammy. That's the thing that I'm worried about. No, that hamstring, something... we've got to get that right. He, here you go. Here you go. This affects you, and it affects you in a positive way. Because I read this morning, according to sources over there in India, that his commentary stints in doubt after this new Safrakar. Now, he was set to join alongside Matty Hayden. Uh, the BCCI were going to appoint him as the voice of the global feed with Matty Hayden, his old teammate. Now, media is reporting that um, they're reviewing Clark's place in the commentary team for next month's Aussie Tour. So you might not be able to go as part of the last fan standing crew. You might even be able to be appointed by the BCCI. Uh, I, the head of cricketing control in India, the almighty governing body, to be the voice and the face of Australia's tour of India. Well, he might be, have to change a few travel plans then, mightn't he, Mick? Out Clark, in Simon oh, Patrick What O'Donnell. a replacement. What a replacement. Seriously, couldn't get a better replacement, could you? Four tests well, in India, travelling around with me, looking for something to eat. Nice, and failing nice little that. glass of red somewhere. And even oh. failing that. Even failing that, I hear that he's um, he's um, pending sponsorship deal with a skincare company. He's also in the bin, so you could also look really nice and replenished as you fly over there as well. Once you absorb his skincare sponsorship, I like I like, I like where you're heading with this. I like you like it. this? Yeah, let's hey. let's start a movement. One man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> I always say. And what the police are investigating now? Why are the police investigating? What is? Well, they got nothing else to do. <laughs> It's a six-week-old argument in the park. Okay, there was a slap or two. But what? Police are investigating? Turn it up. You know, the language in public, possibly drunkenness in public. Assault. What, six weeks on? Assault. There's only about two to three kilos of hanger steak per cow. Uh, That's the reason why you don't see it much. It's because it's nicknamed the butcher's cut because they usually keep it. Ooh. Mm. Thanks for that feedback off the 40 Wings Temper. Hanger steaks are unbelievable. Get it every time. Real beefy flavour. You might have to get onto this. I'm going to have to try a hanger. I'll I'll try one on the weekend and and report back on Monday. You you took a a couple for the Saints back in the day, so might as well eat a couple as well. Stop it. All right, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Join us anytime you like on the open line. The temper forty wings text is, of course, you people took hangers off my bowling when I was sitting about twelve rows back. Oh <laughs> four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. SEM breakfast is for the Koga Money credit card pack full of value. And if you happen to do what Simon did, or even better, if you watched all of this match. 
this incredible match between Thanasi Kokonakis and Andy Murray that finished at 4.05. Not only do you deserve a medal, but we'd love to hear from you. Chances are you're one in a million chances still being mm. awake. If you are and you're pushing on through the old-fashioned all-nighter, give us a buzz. We'd love to hear from you. Incredible scenes at Melbourne Park. We'll be back. We're off and running here on Summer Brekkie right after this. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Oh, welcome back. Brad's text in, actually, Scoob. Still up, walking the dog now. Best game of tennis I've seen played in Australia, Bradley says. <laughs> so he stayed the distance, gone the journey, and he's just thought he'd walk the pup at the, for a bit of a get-out-his-own lactic acid. Yeah, well, he's, he's uh, got to walk the excitement off to somehow get a little bit of uh, a snooze at some stage. And I can imagine people at the end of it would have, you know, you wouldn't just put your head on the pillow and go straight off to sleep, no matter how tired you were. Cause yeah. You were so engrossed in the game. It was fascinating. You know, what an experience for Tanasi Kokonakis. And, you know, I hope he, he just gets the right bits and pieces out of it. Of You know, he, he's nearly there. He's nearly there when, you know, he, he can play like he did for such a long period of time in an Open against a former great. And the only shame of it is that it wasn't played in prime time. It wasn't played when mm. it should have been played and, and uh, really would have um, would have made it because you know thousands, millions of more people here would have been able to watch it. Hey, Novak Djokovic, he won through in four sets in the end, but not without incident this time, Scoob. He had some heckling from the crowd uh, and it got under his skin actually for a long period of time. So for all the positive treatment he had in Adelaide over here and then in the early days at Melbourne Park, it just teetered over the edge yesterday, albeit a small minority who might have just overindulged. Uh, this is how it, uh, it played out on court. You know who it is. The guy's drunk out of his mind. From the first point, he's been provoking. Provoking. He's not here to watch tennis. He just wants He just wants to get in my head. So I'm asking you, what are you going to do about it? You heard him at least 10 times. I heard him 50 times. What are you going to do about it? Get him out of the stadium. What are you going to do about it? And then when he wasn't kicked out of the stadium, the spectator was blowing Novak kisses that mm. really agitated him. When he eventually was dragged out, Novak blew a couple of kisses back <laughs> and we finally got his man. Um, morning. Boy, explain this to me, please. This is Tim in Epping Scoob. Uh, boy, oh boy, did Simon Zara give Simon O'Donnell a big rap for purchasing the winner of the first at Pakenham last night for the Anthony Mithen team. Thank you, Tim in Epping. Oh. What's happened there? Oh, we won a race last night, first at what? Pakenham. Yeah, I only paid about 12 bucks. Oh, when were you going to tell me this? Didn't I tell you? No. Oh, sure, I mentioned it to you yesterday. Oh, didn't? You're unbelievable. And don't worry, plenty of spud uh, questions coming through too. Well, I didn't realise we you weren't here this morning. The spuds are sitting here. Hold them up. They're sitting here. Hold them up. I need proof of life. I need proof of life. But as I said, we've got to um, regenerate the brown paper bags for the spuds. They will be delivered, but we... Ran out when uh, uh, the the uh, they became popular because of the publicity. They've become a little popular among people Mate, that are a little further up the the list than you. I'm are. starting to question your integrity now. I really am. It's become that serious. Cam in Churnside Park, Sammy. Maybe when you eventually get your spuds, Scoob can throw in some hanger steaks for you as well. Unlikely to get either Cam at this point in time. What you might um, get is a, um, a ticket for a hot air balloon ride, something like that. I'll get you. Well, <laughs> no, and someone's just texting. I was just reading. Hot air balloon watch. They're over Caulfield Park at the moment looking to land. I'm just waiting. We Neither of us will get on them for quids. When they can't guarantee where you get a touchdown, 
That, that's where I draw the line. I like to know when I get on a, an aircraft where it's going to actually land. Yeah, and Alexi Popperin, just going back on the tennis for a moment. Yes. We, we've adopted him as the SN Brecky boy. He's good. our boy. Alexi. And good. If you haven't seen it, by the way, go back, go on to the socials or whatever you do, yeah. however you catch up with your tennis or whatever, and have a look at the post-match uh, interview. I think Casey Delacqua interviewed him. Unbelievable emotion. You never, you don't see it like that. I don't think there was a real innocence there. It was beautiful. Yeah, like wild a card into the tournament. Sort of, you know, yeah. wild card in yeah. then to do that is is brilliant. And also the other uh, adopted member of our tennis team here at uh, our SEN Brecky, Camilla Georgie. Uh, she got up in two sets, straight sets yesterday. Yeah, she's firing. Yeah, the thirty-one-year-old Italian, uh, vaccinated or not, she's on fire at the moment. She's really working her way into this tournament. <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, I might be displaced over here, but so many things just stay the same. I'm so glad we got a Camilla update from you. Um, I've become used to those. Uh, we used to do Hang a Steak Special on a Tuesday night at the Gem Bar in Collingwood. Always sold out. That's from Aaron. Um, Kramer in Brisbane. A Hang a Steak is from the belly of a cow. For example, Skirt Steak. By the way, I'm a butcher up on the Gold Coast. Uh, and a lot of people telling us, uh, where they come from and uh, what they are and how they taste and all the rest of it, Scoop. So, mate, you're going to have to get with the There's program. There's only one hanger per beast. Yes, that came one. through as well. So that's why you don't see them too often, perhaps. Oh. And that's why the butcher keeps them. The old butcher's cut. All right. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be doing a hanger over the weekend and, and I'll give you a report on Monday. Promise. Hey, we've got, we've, got, uh, we've got some prizes too here to give away, I think, on my screen here, Scoob. We've got, a, we've got an Oki Melbourne uh, experience of four people valued at 360 bucks. Uh, 85 minutes of darts gameplay to give away as well. Uh, Dave's called in, though. He's in Murdoch. In fact, we might be able to, depending on Dave's call, might be able to fling him um, the Oki. G'day, Dave. Welcome. Yeah, g'day, g'day, Sammy. G'day, Scoob. Um, look, Scoob, I don't want to upset you too much here with your spud, though, but, um, Sammy, I mainly wanted to speak to you today because I noticed you're over in Adelaide there, and you're actually going up in the um, district of the Adelaide Hills there. Now, just for your knowledge, the actual South Australian potato company you will find on the Nan Mount Barker Road. So if Scoob's not any good to uh, hand them over, my suggestion is with your guys in your own little pelican, head your one over... South Australia potatoes, you'll find the best one sitting right there. Dave, you legend. Now, look, I'm not sure how familiar you are with cycling clothing, but we all have three little pockets in our jerseys. I reckon we can get one spud in each pocket. Now, between six of us, that's 18 spuds. I like it, Dave. We're going to stop there because I'm no chance of getting them from, from Simon. Uh, it's just an ongoing ruse. Wait, let's so, put them in the bin when you get them back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they might be. Are they... Are they, are they uh, Got things growing out of them, these spuds already? Are, are you they, allowed to bring... They grow on true. Do we call... Um, oh. Do we call Can you bring a spud fruit? back? Are you allowed to I bring think... them back into the state? Or they've got to go yeah, in the bins in the hallways there? It's not, the like going to Tasma- it's not like going to Tasmania. I think they let just about anything in in Victoria right. when it comes okay. to that sort of stuff, don't right. they? A part of the mainland. That's a bit harsh the... from Dave, I reckon. No, I don't think so. I no, think Dave, it's dead on. Like, these are special spuds, and they, there are a lot of people want them. I can't just give them willy-nilly to people that I haven't... Like, you know, a, a short-term yearly acquaintance with. <laughs> well, so much that I like Dave's call, that Dave, hang on the line, I'm going to flick oh, you that no, uh, no, Oki no. Melbourne experience of four people, 360 bucks. So I don't know how you are, darts, Dave, but you certainly nailed our scoob with one today. 85 minutes of them, four share plates, two signature cocktails each. So we'll send you that your way. Uh, we've got a tennis-only uh, gift voucher as well today. We've got a stack of prizes. We've got the Summer Festival double pass as well. So don't be shy today. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Michelle just texted in. Just watch the Popper interview with Casey Delacqua. I'm on board the ride. Just a quick so- Clarky update. I'm watching both 
um, morning shows here on 7 and 9. And so far, the story has appeared on both quite significantly. So I'll keep you updating there. But as much as the story's there, there's no update on his hamstring. So it's just uh, just before we go to the news headlines, Alec Baldwin charged as well in voluntary mm. manslaughter for that uh, that shooting over that movie they were filming, Rust. And the in, person uh, that was in charge of the prop. Yeah. So, wow. Um, that's a serious uh, story. That's, see how uh, that plays out. Yeah, breaking at the moment. Uh, what else is breaking? Still we'll nothing get in, on the hammy, Clarky. We'll, we'll get into the newsroom now. Be back after these headlines.